Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is May 18th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um... Starting out with the coronavirus rant. Um, Just looking up some information here. Yesterday it was 1.5 million cases. Almost 85,000 deaths. So I'm just researching some information here. Um. I mean, the cases are on the rise since these states have opened up, excuse me, and I was wrong on the numbers. It's 1.5 million confirmed cases, 276,000 recovered, almost 90,000 deaths now, 89,700 deaths. Um, So as these states begin to reopen you know, it looks like we're going to see an increase in cases and and deaths. Um, I don't think, um, I don't know if these numbers are true or not. I don't know if these numbers are being manipulated. Um, seeing some information or a video on YouTube uh, from the CEO of Facebook, they actively suppress uh, anti-vaccination posts. So, you know, if you just feel like, if you just post something that says that, you know, vaccines are not good for people, which nobody 100% can say that they're good for everybody, They'll they'll suppress that content. I, I I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm gonna continue to have a Facebook page because I don't like that. You know, I mean, you want to stop the spread of misinformation, but you also don't want to stop the spread of freedom of expression, and you don't you don't stop. You know racist organizations from spreading their content you don't actively suppress that so why are you you know it just it just doesn't make sense to me but um you know the president said it was going to be a vaccine available by the end of the year i think that's i think you're going to get more people killed by rushing that vaccine man I'm just reading over some information here. The coronavirus exposed 
the U.S. reliance on India for generic drugs. But uh, let's see what that. It's crazy. It's just crazy how dependent we are on China for everything. Like, like that's what we got to get away from. It's just being so dependent on China for everything, man. We got to get, we got to start making stuff in this country again. Um, in North Carolina, which is a neighboring state, a judge has ruled that, um, the governor's coronavirus restrictions violates religious expression. Um, so basically they can go to church now. Um, I don't know what else to say about it, man. Um, it looks like it's going to get worse and worse. I'm real interested to see this contact tracing from what it looks like is just going to be an individual tracing other individuals and not like GPS electronic chipping, which was what I thought it was going to be or electronic anklet monitoring. So we'll see, man. We'll see what happens with all of this. Um, let me know what you think about this edition of the coronavirus rant. Moving on to the, the second segment of this episode, which is entitled Pro Wrestling. What happened? You know, I'm a big pro wrestling fan. And, um, you know, I don't want to say the company's name, but you know who it is. They're like the top brand in, in the pro wrestling industry at the moment. And I don't like it. It's no fun if like if there if there was no other place to watch. I mean, I I I realize that the NFL is the the top for football, but if there wasn't college football, it would just be NFL. If it wasn't any other outlet, like as much as the um, the XFL product improved this time around, you know. It's just it's great to have other uh, avenues to watch sports. And, you know, when you just have the WWE, I didn't want to say their name, but whatever. Um, nobody listens to this podcast anyway, so it is what it is. <laughs> um, it's just less emphasis on like the theatrics of wrestling. Like that's what I was into Like Hulk Hogan sucked as a wrestler But as an actor Theatrics He was brilliant You know that's what brought people in Nobody ever said that Oh man Hulk Hogan is a very technical Wrestler No he sucked He was a big strong guy But wrestling he sucked Now whereas you got somebody like Bret Hart Great wrestler, theatrics, pretty good to great. Um, more emphasis with him on wrestling than theatrics. And then you have somebody like Shawn Michaels, great wrestler, great theatrics. 
rare combination. You got, you know, The Rock, great theatrics, okay to medium wrestler. John Cena sucks as a wrestler. Okay? But great, very articulate, very smart. Okay? Um, knows how, can do a very good promo. And just the emphasis on promos, man. Nobody. These wrestlers coming up now, they can't even cut a promo. A, a decent one that's going to motivate me to watch next week. You know, just, you know, I like Braun. I think Braun Strowman could, could be like, you know, a great, you know, He's a big guy, so it's only so much great wrestling you're going to get out of him just because he's like seven feet tall and 400 pounds. But, you know, he might be the best big man wrestler um, now, currently. I'm not going to say all time, but I think all time big man wrestler will probably go to The Undertaker without a doubt. Um, I don't know, man. It's just the the product. It's kind of good in a way that the fans are not there, and they're having to actually work. The wrestlers are have having to actually work on themselves, and and and, and work on their gimmicks. It, it's it's really making it a better product, in my opinion. Cause the the cream is really rising to the top. I mean, you got somebody like The Miz, who is a great technical wrestler and great theatrics. And look where the guy came from. He came from MTV, man. And, you know, he just, he just did, he doesn't get enough push. I mean, this, this guy's great theatrics, great wrestler. And you, I'm not going to say you bury him in a tag team, but why, why is he not being pushed more as an individual's individual wrestler and then you got john morrison not really good at theatrics but great wrestler if we if you get his theatrics up right and like i said the match to me right now that i want to see that i feel like they should put together is dolph ziegler versus john morrison that's the match right now that's the money match you know I like Braun Strowman as the champ, but how how, how can, can he really carry the company? I don't feel like he's a wrestler that can carry the company. All right, all right, let's get let's get into some of this Florida State stuff, man. I did my two non-Florida State topics, and then I always do three Florida State topics because it's only so much Florida State stuff you can talk about. So I try to spread it out over episodes. Stanford Samuel's the third should have stayed at Florida State. I think. I think if he would have stayed one more year, I think he would have at least got drafted. Instead of being an undrafted free agent. I I, I hope he goes to Green Bay and tears it up. I hope he becomes a, has a great career, becomes a Hall of Famer. But I don't think. I think he's more Tavares McFadden than Ronald Darby. That's just my opinion. I don't think he's going to have staying power in the league. You know, unless he just goes up there and gets like A1 coaching 
because the size six two one ninety, you know, I thought Seattle or Atlanta or Jacksonville or San Francisco teams that play that cover three scheme, he would have been more well suited for that. But we'll see. Because when he was coming out of high school, I was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? He's a he's a great talent, but for whatever reason. You know, coaching staff changes three different coaching staffs in three years. You know, it is what it is. Maybe he didn't get the quality of coaching that he thought he was going to get. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. All right. Next segment is entitled, can Florida State even be competitive against Clemson? I hope so. I mean, that's all we can hope for at this point. I think there's such a. A talent gap and a coaching gap. No disrespect to Mike Norvell, but you you will be going up against a coach that has won two national championships and has been in the playoff the last four years, five years. No disrespect. I, I don't keep up with Clemson stuff. I want to say they've been the last five years and won two national championships. One with Deshaun Watson, one with uh, Trevor Lawrence. Um, I, I I hope they can just be competitive. I hope that, you know, if Mac Brown can go to North Carolina in year one and damn near beat Clemson, why can't why is why is Clemson blowing us off the goddamn field in the first quarter? Help me understand that. It is coaching. You can't sit here and tell me that last year North Carolina had better athletes than we did. I won't believe that. Better offensive linemen for sure. We have the worst offensive linemen in college football. But everywhere else, no. No. So I, I just hope we can I, – I, we're not going to beat them because we need better talent, and, and, and hopefully Norvell provides better coaching. But definitely just be competitive. So like I always say, man, we'll see what happens when the season starts. All right. Last segment, closing the gap in the state of Florida. All right, we're there's no secret. We're probably among the big schools. We're last. And just five years ago, we were first. And it just shows you how fast a program can flip-flop positions. Florida is one. Miami is two. We're number three. How do we get back? Better offensive line play. Better quarterback play, better coaching in that order. I mean, it's real simple. Um, you know, I really don't know what else to say about it. That That's just what we have to do. And better recruiting, better recruiting. We have to get we have to get some of the some of this talent that's leaving the state of Florida and going to Alabama and going to Ohio State and going to LSU and. The only way you're going to do that is win games. So that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Be safe. Be kind. Be courteous. Do your research on uh, flu and respiratory viruses. And as always, go nose.